Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast 24. I haven't done a podcast in a while, so we'll finish off the Thrive series. We're going to do it's a very going to be a very special series. Of, sorry, a very special podcast tonight regarding sort of making you understand exactly what's going on here or what I think is going on because everybody would like to guess about what exactly is happening or why it's happening. We all know it's fake. Now, if you don't know it's fake, that there is no virus, like if you think there's a virus or you think that the people dying are dying from the virus, you're going to have to maybe explore just one article. I'll put it in the show notes. And if you are on the main page where you see all the podcasts down you know, down the page, you see all 24 podcasts, you will not get the show notes. You have to click on the icon of the podcast you're listening to. It won't interrupt it, and you'll go to another page where, you know, you're, you're going to see your show notes on that individual podcast. Now, yes, the virus doesn't exist. There are people dying, of course, but they their regular deaths at regular rates from regular diseases and they're being advertised as a regular using props and that's why the first phonetic word and prop is propaganda because you just take regular folks that are you know unfortunately they're they're supposed to be dying and uh, they're passing away <clears throat> from old age or some diseases they've acquired because if they're dying early, it's because they're not, you know, they haven't made health the priority. And that's very common today. So we're, unfortunately, we're having those deaths and they're using props, they're using ventilators and they're using, you know, masks and hazmat gear and isolation tents and quarantine tents. And I'll even put a link in the show notes. There's a, well, actually it's in the, it's in the main article I'm putting up anyway. You'll see that there was a a tent, a $17 million tent in Houston. It was dismantled, I think, last week because it didn't have one patient. So that's all part of the prop show. And then there was like freezer trucks outside New York hospitals. And the biggest prop show is, is the news. I mean, they're really saying that it's, it's, it's a blanket-wide attack. It's a blanket-wide, worldwide propaganda campaign. <laughs> that the likes you've never seen it before so they're really trying to sell this to the public that there's really a COVID-19 and and there's not I mean there's just not it's fake and if you read the article in the show notes it's littered with videos you don't have to do too much you don't have to read too much it's not that hard just click on some of the videos and you'll get a good explanation that yeah it's regular people same amount of people dying as last year, and they're they're whipping it up into a frenzy, and they want to end the frenzy. They want to end the fake pandemic campaign with many things. So even though the virus isn't real, the outcomes that the governments are trying to push for, and we can just refuse them, and we better refuse them because they're going to use this fake virus theory to do a lot of very odd stuff coming and I'm going to sort of explain one of those very odd things you might not know about. Now before I get into why they're doing this like so why such a big worldwide push to manufacture a virus that doesn't exist well this is going to sound really odd but it's like a uh, get rich quick scheme but you might if you understand economics you might uh, follow this 
and I'll try and make it as simple as possible about why they're doing this, and I'll use an analogy that I think makes it very easy. Okay, so you get a Ferrari. You worked really hard for it. Maybe you worked, you had a business, you worked harder, maybe you invented something, and by inventing something, you um, captured a whole bunch of value. Now, currency is a container of value or work or energy. So that's all money is. It's a container that's divisible so that you can go spend things, spend your energy or your work and get change back. That's why money exists. It's a container of uh, captured value. So when you work really hard and you go get the Ferrari and the Ferrari itself is another container of value. It reflects the effort and the work put into manufacturing the Ferrari. And that's why it has a particular price because it reflects all the people that worked on it. Um, everything from the property tax to the head engineer that designs the Ferrari to the person who made the engine, that's all wrapped up. All their effort is wrapped up as economically as possible into the price of the Ferrari. So again, the Ferrari's like a container of value. So you come home, you park the Ferrari in your driveway. It's probably, and what's a Ferrari worth today? A good one, probably 450000 for a pretty nice one. And yeah, it's great, right? Like there's your transferred energy into the, into the car. And uh, if you play your cards right, that car is going to maintain its value. So there it is sitting in your driveway. It's 450000 And you could sell it for that. So the value of your car is maintained and the effort that you put in the hard work you did it's it's in the car and you can get it back whenever you want now let's uh imagine another situation where yeah you have the ferrari and the government gives everybody in your country a ferrari for free this is a very very important uh comparison here so i can lead you as to why uh, our world leaders are working so hard on trying to make you believe that a virus exists. So again, let's go back. You got your Ferrari. It's great. Everybody gets a Ferrari. And now the question is, how much is your Ferrari worth? Well, it's worth less. And the reason it's worth less is because the government, see, currency or money <clears throat> is supposed to be a container of value. And when you give people stuff or even money let's say stuff if you give them a ferrari and they didn't work for it it devalues yours it completely devalues yours and you can completely understand that if everybody has a ferrari and they got it for free a lot of people might even start even though the ferrari costed 450 grand some guy might hey i got a ferrari for free i'm going to sell it for 300 and just hey it doesn't matter to me I didn't work for my money. And then and then the prices get driven down. And it would be driven down anyway because it's the money that was spent was wasted. Or sorry, the Ferraris that were given away. It's almost like a destruction of money because they didn't exchange effort, value, or energy for it. So basically, when people get free stuff, it devalues yours. So like keep that example in mind and understand okay you go to work you and your wife make ten thousand dollars a month working so that the money the actual currency of any country only holds its value if there's work behind it 
okay? And let, before I go on with this, let's go back to the Ferrari situation just for a second because I missed something very valuable there, is, okay, so you want the, the real value of your Ferrari back to 450 grand and everybody in the country got the free Ferrari and therefore watered down your effort or your value of your car. So what's the only way to get your Ferrari back to the $450,000 price tag or value mark that you paid for it? Well, oddly enough, you have to destroy all the other Ferraris. And then by destroying the other Ferraris, all this kind of value comes back invisibly into your Ferrari. And you, and you just destroyed the other Ferraris and then bang, yours is back. Everything's back to normal. Let's go back. Let's go ahead now to what I started to say about your wife and you making ten thousand dollars, and you do it through work and you're doing it through effort and energy and innovation. And you got to think hard, you organize yourself, and that's how currency holds value. Like, you might not know economically that. <clears throat> In Can I know in Canada, our, I think our, our currency is made of paper, and in the U.S. it's made of cotton, but you can only kind of operate as a country when people work for their stuff, <laughs> when, when people work for their money, that's the only, and then and it's, it's almost like the money of any country reflects not only the work of the people, but the intelligence, because, I mean, if you're an inventor, there there might not be a lot of work involved. You might work for three years, like say the inventor of Dyson vacuum. He might put, I think he put 10 years into his vacuum business and, you know, the average amount of work per, per week that went into that, but then he's a billionaire. So the money, it, it can be worked for, that gives your currency value. And then, of course, if you're, you know, an inventor, it, you also hold value in your currency uh, that way. And that's why the United States dollar for a long time was like the top currency because everybody was hardworking and there were so many smart people, like most of the inventors were from the United States. And that meant that currency literally reflected the hard work and the value and the intelligence of the people. And that container, you know, was very energetic and very full of value. But then, like all, th uh, like all countries in history, they start, this is the weird part, it's like energy magic, they start taking and removing the value and destroying the currency and wasting it on, say, like war. So what what's really happening there invisibly is you're taking the work and the intellig intelligence and the container, the money that holds the work value and the and the intelligence of your of your people, and then again the only way to hold that value of your currency is to keep working hard and being smart and making sure you make all the right moves. And then the United States started going and invading like hundreds, you know, like I don't know how many countries the U.S. has invaded, but that's a waste of money. And weirdly enough, you, you know, when they also started a lot of social programs where they gave them money for free, it's the same thing as giving the Ferraris for free. And what happens when you waste money, so you, you invest it and don't get a positive return, 
you actually devalue the money of the people who, who hold the money that worked for it. So let's go back and just try to make sure you understand what's going on here is, and this really works into why your government's inventing, I don't care where you're listening to this, your government's lying to you about a virus, so why are they working so hard to make you believe the virus exists? Well, this, this is the story. This is it. It's, it's, it's economic, and you're going to get it in a second. So hold on. I know you might be confused, but hold on. You're going to get it soon. So let's go back to the Ferrari situation just to update you. You had the Ferrari. It's worth 450000 Everybody got given a Ferrari. It devalues yours. And the only way, the only way to get your Ferrari back to normal value is to destroy all the other Ferraris. Now, let's go ahead to say, let's go ahead to Canada right now, where everybody's being given money not to work. Well, that's a bad investment. Are, there are people in the in Canada that have worked hard for their money and what really happens is that when money's given away for not working it devalues the money of the person that is working like it decreases their purchasing power and the reason it decreases their purchasing power is very simple is like you know say there's 50,000 people in my town and 20,000 are getting money not to work and I've saved my money through hard work. So when we all show up at the grocery store and say there's a hundred of us that want a steak and I'm the only one that really worked for my money and the other 99 got their money for free, we all bid up the price of the steak and the steak goes higher and higher because we all want it. There's a hundred people want a steak. There's only 10 organic T-bones in the fridge. And so there becomes almost like a bidding war. So that means the person who has been given money for free who didn't work for it is basically trying to outbid me for the stuff I want. It causes a little bit of inflation. And then that means if the money wasn't given to those people for not working, I could just come in and buy the steak anytime I want and the price would be a little lower because there's not a big demand for it. So when everybody's given money not to work, it devalues the money of the that was generated by the working class. Now, let's get on to the scary part. If I wanted to return the value of my money to its top dollar, what would I have to do? I have to get rid of everybody that's getting money for free. Now, let that sink in for a second. I will put a video by one, a very uh, great financial advisor called Mike Maloney, so you can learn about money. And this is very common throughout history where governments start giving money for people not to work. Now, why would they give money to people not to work knowing that it collapses the economy and wrecks the value of, of the money generated by the working class? Well, they, use, they give away money to bribe people for, for, during elections, but eventually it comes to an end. And guess where we are? We're at the end. We can go no further. So... Let's let's put this into a real real life perspective or a real life example so you can understand what's going on here. Let's say Bill Gates, we know he's worth a hundred billion dollars. Now he's worth that, okay, but he's worth that in America and he's let's say he's worth that in North America, even though probably twenty-five percent of the population get money for not working. 
which devalues his hundred billion. I'm going to tell you why he's really interested in in this fake virus bullshit, and you're going to understand this is a get rich quick scheme that was going to make people who have money really rich because basically Bill Gates has a Ferrari in his driveway worth a billion dollars, but everybody else has Ferraris too. And so it kind of devalues his. So the only way to get rid or to recapture the value of his original $100 billion is to literally get rid of the people that are getting money for free. And then the money he has gains value through a very common economic cycle because he no longer has to compete with everybody else. His spending power increases because there's no other people getting money for not working. And not so basically, if he can rid the planet of people getting money for not receiving, for not doing any work, his hundred billion goes to a value of maybe 200 or 300 billion. And how is he going to get rid of the people? How's he going to do this magic trick, which is very. Um, you know, you understand it with the Ferrari, right? Well, make sure you understand it with the money. Um, people are getting money for not working. It devalues everybody else's money. His aim, oddly enough, from what I'm trying seeing from here, is to get rid of everybody who's not working, not producing value. He'll triple his the value of his same hundred uh, hundred billion, which means his hundred billion will now purchase things that are worth three hundred billion. So the value of his hundred billion goes up. And then how's he going to get rid of 25% of the population who don't work across the world? Well, he's going to use the vaccines. And then when he uses the vaccines, they have a 20 to 1 profit ratio, which he's admitted to. Uh, and I'll, may, I'll put that up too about so that you understand that that's true. He's admitted it's a 20 to 1 investment to profit ratio. You invest a dollar, you get back 20. So just by getting rid of the people getting free money, He's he's gonna go to three hundred billion in val in in the value of whatever currency he has right now, and then he's gonna sell the vaccines. He's gonna he's the one investing. You think it's a charitable uh, organization? The Bill and Melinda Gates is a, a very oddly structured charitable organization where they give the money charity wise, avoid taxes, but they also invest and get back profit. For from their charity work if they're investing in, in a company that produces the vaccines and some other things for them. So he could probably make another half a $500 billion, half a trillion. This is a pretty vicious get-rich-quick scheme, and it's economically totally on, on side. If you investigate economics, he can literally increase the value of his currency by ridding the planet of people who drain and deflate and not deflate but water down the value of the the container that's supposed to capture people's work energy and if people aren't working it devalues everybody's money across the board so this sort of uh, growth and collapse of a country ending with some kind of elimination of the non-workers is very common throughout history. It's ugly. I don't like it. 
I, I was I was shocked when I came across it and said, oh boy, this guy's going for, for he it's about money for him and of course he's part of a eugenic family and I will put up that that Bill Gates article to to let you know is like he this is this is a bonanza for him because he's a eugenicist which means he hates poor people and he also hates minorities and his family's been killing and uh, depopulating minorities for I don't know how long at least two generations uh, Bill Gates senior was a very well-known eugenicist who used like the birth control pill and abortions through Planned Parenthood to depopulate uh, minority neighborhoods especially in the United States but then their tentacles got into Africa they just don't like people that don't have white skin and so he, this this Bill Gates gentleman is, you know, I mean, it's enough to make Satan blush and turn away with envy when you see hear this story. The guy's gonna, you know, kill a lot of non um, non producers, what they call useless eaters. He's gonna profit from the vaccines to do, with doing it, and then, and then he's he's gonna add greatly to the value of whatever. He doesn't. The thing about. Um, with the Ferrari situation, I mean, if you destroy the other Ferraris, the the value of yours just magically comes back. It's an invisible transfer. So he has a hundred billion in currency to to make the value go up to uh, three hundred billion by destroying twenty five percent of the world that don't work and get handouts. Um, it's a magical ether based uh, energetic transfer that's invisible. It just, his currency just goes up in value. It's really scary. And I'm not saying everybody is out there getting handouts. I'm sure he's going to, and all those people getting handouts, folks, they've been made stupid by the government uh, through the government school system, which has proven to make people, you know, completely dependent and they can't think on their own. The original, the originators of our education system had a phrase called limited learning for lifelong labor. And I'll put a book up there uh, in the show notes so that you can understand that that's the truth. So even though the government produces inept people who can't work and lazy people and addicted people because the government's been caught smuggling the drugs in and they have the liquor stores here in Canada and they medicate them back into the Stone Age and lobotomize them. Well, they do, they, they've done that for, you know, decades and decades to sort of make the public too dumb to realize any of what I'm talking about. So it's kind of come to a head. The systems work too good. There's too many dumb people. Uh, there's too many lazy people. There's too many screwed up people. They're overweight. They're out of shape. And they've been given the free money, knowing that this day is coming. They give them the free money like the politicians 30 years ago gave them the free money 20 years ago. And they're just hoping, I hope this doesn't go down on our watch where the, val- the currency is being given away and wasted for so long with social programs and war that basically the the money even of the people who are working is worthless and uh, i know that's kind of hard to believe that's why i'm going to put the mike maloney video up about money is like there's there's more people getting free money plus there's more money being wasted compared to the people that are actually working for their money so when you have more money being wasted, uh, plus p- 
people being given money for not working and you compare it to the amount of money being generated legitimately through hard work and innovation, the money being wasted through war and government theft, like most governments are just stealing and uh, taking backdoor deals all the time. If you add up all the wasted money or stolen money or war money or money given away to people who do not work, that's actually greater right now than the people who do work making the countries bankrupt. So the United States is bankrupt. Mike Maloney will tell you that in the videos. And the worst part about that is the U.S. dollar, because it was such a powerful container of value, say, 50 years ago. So everybody worked and everybody produced value. Like even if like 50 years ago, even the the you know the the father was out earning money and the mother was home with the garden value that's total value you're always increasing value and that's why the US dollar was such a massive powerful container of the of the work ethic of the United States people and the innovation the inventions were just out of there were so many inventions that were being sold across the world everybody wanted to use the US dollar as their container so the U.S. dollar exported itself to all the world and said, we're going to be your container for energy. And then the U.S. dollar became so weak through war and social programs and wastage. And it's more of through government corruption. I mean, Donald Trump and his band of uh, th thieves, that's like Alibaba and the 40 thieves over there, you know, stealing trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. And when you steal money, it's the same as giving it away without any work in return. The, the, the money becomes uh, worthless. And so the U.S. dollar, Mike Maloney will tell you, was used to prop up all the other currencies. And Mike Maloney will tell you that, yes, the U.S. Uh, as a country is now completely bankrupt. And the only way to return value to the U.S. dollar is to rid. Oh, it could stop doing the wars, but it won't do that because that's how much corruption it is. So they've said, well, we can we can stop being corrupt or we can get a, get rid of the people who take the money for free and try and add value back to our paper currency. It's cotton. Let's say it's paper. Add value back to our currency that way. So how scary is that, right? So we'll end with a nice solution. The solution is, hey, you got to get out there. You got to work. You got to add some money. So what they're trying to do right now, in my opinion, is they're not going to let anybody really go back to work. And if they do, it's just going to be temporary. They're going to use the fake virus thing to shut everybody down. And they're going to keep giving you handouts and handouts and handouts. And they're going to let it go so long that you're going to deplete some of your savings. And, you know, obviously what they're going to say at the end. So basically the, what's happening is that there's an, there's an agenda of all world governments led by Bill Gates because he's paid everybody off to economically try and destroy people and then put them on. Um, and it's going to affect the, the people at the lower end, you know, at, at the poverty end more than anybody else. But they want as many people sort of getting near bankruptcy um, as they can. So what they're going to do is they're going to promise phase one, phase two, phase three reopening. They're not going to reopen. And then and about phase two, they're going to manipulate the numbers again, just like 
they they've done the whole time they're marking any death as covid so if they they've admitted that so if you die they're just going to mark it as covid so given that 290,000 people die every year in canada and 2.8 million people die every year in the united states and uh, i think 680,000 people die every year in italy and 610,000 people die every year in the UK. Now, they've already come out and admitted that they're marking every death as COVID. So what that means is that in Canada, for the next year, they could mark 290,000 people as dying from COVID, and they'll do it. And they'll pull any number out of their ass possible to get you back in the house and shut you down and keep you dreaming and thinking and not really understanding how this agenda works, trying to drive you into poverty and make sure that you need the government handouts. The government in Canada here is giving people $2,000 a month. They're giving businesses, I think, $40,000 for rent. And they're just going to just try and Make sure no one can support themselves. They're going to drag it out to where even the businesses they've given the support to are going to start closing. And they want as many people economically destitute as possible. But they'll always be there with their 1000 or $2,000 a month. And they're going to drag it on and drag it on. And everybody's like, yeah, I kind of like not working. I like the 2000 a month in Canada. Um, you know, and, and they're going to lull you to sleep. And then all of a sudden, bang. They're going to say, oh, uh, now that the businesses are closed and now that no one can, you know, can really live without the money, if you want the money, if you want to continue, you got to come get this vaccine. This is going to be Bill Gates's coup de grace, as they call it. It's going to be a one shot and drop vaccine. You'll most likely be dead within the first seven days. And they already know that. So what they've already pre-planned this is they're going to say it's the second wave, it's the rebound effect, it's COVID-20, because COVID-19 just means coronavirus, uh, you know, 2019 when it, when it came out, uh, when the vaccine deaths and vaccine crippling comes out. They've already pre-planned that they're going to call it the, you know, the virulent wave of COVID, it'll be COVID-20, ah, run for your lives, get back in your house. And this time they're going to shut, try and shut down everything because they'll say, I don't know what's going on. It's back and it's worse than ever. And it's really just going to be the vaccine doing what I told you about earlier. They're going to try and regain the value of their currency by basically chopping 20% off the, the low end of the population with one axe wing. And then they're going to try and close and add to that by they're going to say nothing's open now. It's for your health and safety. As soon as you hear a government official telling you that they're closing your business and wrecking your economy and putting a, a needle full of poison in your arm for your health and safety, like you, you might want to defend yourself against that. And you can defend yourself against it right now, knowing that it's coming, knowing that they're most likely, like I don't know for sure, but I know how they work and I know what they're trying to do. So once they start vaccinating people with this untested vaccine, and it's untested because once you declare an emergency in a country, you're allowed to buy pass proper testing protocols like it usually takes five to ten years to get a vaccine approved and tested and when they still come out they'll still kill you this one can be there is no 
there's no adherence to any sort of scientific principle and they 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 don't want that it's just going to be a toxin straight it's just going to be a it's just going to be like getting a needle on, on death row that's what it's going to be like you might make it out of the hospital some people won't but you're going to get really sick and they're going to be like oh it's back it's back and they're going to use the same media system to tell you it's covid and your phone will go off and your emails will say covid stay inside this time it's really serious and then they'll even blame you how dare you open your business you're you're threatening everybody's health and safety get back in the house well amazon will deliver your food and that'll be poison and they can only deliver dry goods and not vegetables you gotta know how these people work folks they're very serious about maintaining their wealth so to survive you literally have to you know start saving some money sell what you don't need keep uh producing value work if you can and just know you're probably gonna have to go six months where you don't need the the handout from the government you're gonna have to survive for six months without any handout Till it all blows over and they sort of let you back to work after they get exactly what they want. But like I said, uh, this is, I, I've been studying this group for 10 years. And this is how they roll. They, they organize things decades in advance and then they roll it out. They got an excuse for everything. And you can see them being tyrannical already. They're not going to let you back out of the house. And if they do, it'll be for a very short amount of time because they can fluctuate the death and infection numbers at will because there is no test to test for COVID-19. Um, the doctor who goes over that is in the main article I'm going to put up. There is no test for COVID-19. And right on the warning for the PCR test is what they're doing. It actually says it shouldn't be used to diagnose disease and has no way of diagnosing any disease, including COVID-19. So they're just going to pull it out of their ass. I mean, like I said, like I have a calculator here. Let's say we're in Canada. I mean, 290,000 people die every every year, so you divide it by 12. I mean, it's 20, 24,000 people every month. They could say 24,000 people died of COVID, and they're going to use the same corrupt media to push that down your throat, get back in your house, and wait till the vaccine comes out, starts taking people down like a sniper on a rooftop. And then again, they'll, they'll, blame, then they'll blame you. They're going to blame you for coming out or track your phone. How dare you not be within, you know, you're within five feet instead of six feet. They, they want to track you because they want to get you in the mayhem, right? So it's all, it's all sort of interconnected, but I don't want to scare you too much. And don't worry, you got lots of time. Not many people listen to this podcast. <laughs> I think I'm the only one that has this economic view, and I'm not saying I'm smarter than anybody else. But if you listen to the Mike Maloney, um, very smart financial man, if you listen to a couple of his uh, sections of his, his video archive that I'm going to put up, you're going to see that, yeah, the value of money is based on work. And when you don't work, it goes down. And then um, if you stop giving it away, you can actually re reclaim the original value. Really weird stuff. Like So like I said, get out, don't spend wildly right now. Do not spend wildly. 
produce value. Go make a garden for yourself. Um, maybe get some assets sold in the stock market so you got some cash on the side so you can buffer the six-month or eight-month period where the, all this stuff is going down. And again, it's all about do you have enough money to survive for six months without government handouts? Because if you want the government handouts, you're going to have to get the vaccine and the vaccine's designed to drop you. So um, I know it's scary. Um, if we could stop it, if people spread the word and uh, shared maybe even the article that's in the show notes. But, you know, most people today for various top, I mean, I've written on this before, folks. I mean, the men are feminized. Uh, a lot of the strong men work in the goon, like not the goon squads, because they're not all goons. But, you know, they take the bigger men and they integrate them into the system, into sports or police or the military. So the Traditional strong warriors have a vested interest in the system, but this time their value, their currency will be devalued um, simply because there might not be enough people around, but you know, it, they could have the same effect too, where their currency or their holdings are increased with the uh, lesser amount of people. But let's be honest, folks. The, the government is probably going to require military and teachers and firemen and police officers and anybody that works for the government is probably going to be required to get the vaccine first. And uh, it's very common for governments to turn on their people like this if you go back in history. So no one's really safe in this situation. But especially if they're getting a payment, I don't care if it's a job you're getting paid by the government or you're on welfare and you get like in Canada, it's $1,200 to $1,300 a month, or you're just an old lady or an old man getting some kind of old age pension, they're going to say, yep, if you want to get it, come get your shot. And why would they go after the, the older people? Well, because they're not working. Even though they completely deserve the money through their pension, they are taking energy, they're devaluing the currency, they're not giving any energy back, they're getting their money for not working. So the first target group guaranteed are people receiving government handouts who are not working. Those people will be targeted for this weird kind of euthanasia. So in order to escape it, you might have to say, look, I'm not taking the money uh, again. Go screw yourself, and you're going to have to sort of have some kind of strategy. And, of course, that's why they don't want anybody working because that's why they want to close down all the businesses too so that if you tell the government to go screw themselves, like if a 70-year-old man says, I'll just go work at McDonald's, well, you know, the McDonald's are greatly shut. Or, you know, maybe he could because the McDonald's are sort of open. The fast food restaurants are sort of open. I don't know what 70-year-old would want to go back to work. They probably roll the dice on the vaccine. This time they're probably going to lose. It's going to be snake eyes. So, folks, just know that knowledge is power. I'm sorry that that knowledge is a little dark. But you know me. I'm, I'm a realist. I, I still have hope. <clears throat> I think we can turn this around if we kind of highlight the government there's not a lot of them <coughs> we do need the government workers to turn on the government so if you're a police officer you're in the military and you know you carry a gun and, and you know you're gonna like find some guy for walking on the road or you know holding someone's hand or you, you gotta you gotta shut that stuff down you, you can't 
execute immoral orders and uh, just know like if good people get in power, they can still pay you and they won't require you to take a vaccine and they won't require you to, um, you know, be a bully. Just, you know, go back to where if there's a problem, we'll call you. But all you need to do is get rid of the existing leaders. Like in Canada, you'd have to get rid of uh, Theresa Tam or whatever that Asian lady's name is. And there's a there's an Asian slant to this as well and a communist slant to this. you got to get rid of Justin Trudeau. And you really got to get rid of, you know, all these upper echelon leaders that know exactly what's going on. They're lying right to your face. Uh, Justin Trudeau, he's an actor. And he's setting you up for, like, he's, he's setting the population up to eliminate, say, 15 to 20% of the population here with a euthanasia-based vaccine that Bill Gates is making so that rich people get richer and that the countries don't go bankrupt. Well, you know, if the country, like, with any company, let it go bankrupt and we'll deal with it. But they won't because, they, you know, that's where they get their power from. So, so if you're out there and you're in the military, you're a police officer, just get like, turn on your own government officials and get some moral people in power. We can just do the switch over really, really quickly. Keep printing the, not printing the money, but we can get you your checks. We can get you your money. And yeah, and even if a moral person took power, we're going to have to get people working because the the country's bankrupt and the the money in Canada and the US the the currencies across the world folks are completely worthless right now they're bankrupt and the only way to return value to it is get everybody working um and what that means is that the poor people got to start contributing because obviously the, you know the people in power they they've considered that get the poor people working and producing value or get rid of them and they've decided to get rid of them it's pretty, it's like a Dr. Evil sort of plan. I would say we could get them working and tell them they have to maybe even beautify their cities, produce some sort of value instead of turning on them and throwing them to the wolves like this. It's, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But anyway, I hope just uh, just do what you can. You got time. Prepare yourself. Save up some money. Start working. Doing, doing whatever you, if you're not working right now, there's lots of, little jobs people are paying cash for start doing that maybe invest in some cryptocurrencies maybe do some day trading in cryptocurrency start making some money start flipping your money over sell stuff you don't need sell stuff you don't need now where people actually have money go sell it keep that money like i got a expensive watch i'm gonna sell it Guaranteed, I'm going to put it in the cryptocurrencies, hoping to double or triple it by the time this comes around. So I'll sell the watch for, I don't know, $8,000, and then I'll, I'll put it in, uh, say, Bitcoin and Monero. I'm hoping it's going to be 24 by the time this gets rolling around. And I'm going to sell anything else that I'm not going to need. And I'm going to try and get enough money so that I make it. And uh, if I'm doing that, and, you know, I might have a million dollars or a cushion, and will that be enough? Who knows? And I'm trying to depress anybody. I think it will be enough. But do whatever you can do. Do whatever you can do to generate money now, knowing that there's no way these guys are going to let 
anything open for more than a couple weeks before fabricating numbers and shutting things down again. They're bullshitting you about the vaccine. It's already right now. They're going to roll it in in September and say they tested it and it's fine. It's not going to be fine. And, you know, they're also going to go after, you know, the school kids as well. So be careful with that. That's another agenda altogether. I would definitely not be sending your child back to school. And it's just another reason to stay home and start trying to generate some money from home. Your home might become your fortress over the, the next year. And, you know, if it's infiltrated with government money, they're going to say, yeah, if you need that, come on out, get your vaccine. And then uh, it's going to be good night, Irene. All right, folks, you have a good day. Thank you for listening. This is Jason Kristoff signing off.